Well, hello there out there everywhere. Uh, this is Chris, otherwise known as C, on all of the Facebook posts. I am going to be one of your main hosts through a series of podcasts. We're going to talk about a wide variety of things. Uh, and this is all from the Mighty Monkey and uh, presenting the Flower City Comic Con. Uh, with me today is uh, a couple of my fellow board members. I got Tanya Metris, our VIP liaison. We have Deanna Schulmerich on, on uh, the phone line. And uh, she is our media and PR, our box office goddess, Sybil Corbin, is with us at this time. Local radio legend, Billy DeTori. Where? Who? Me? Who? You. Yeah, you. And uh, one of our brand new interns. Uh, he's going to help me out with panels and a whole lot of things. Tony Baquetta. Hi, guys. Is here. And uh, so the six of us are going to chat a little bit about Flower City Comic Con. Deanna, say hi to the crowd. Hey, everybody. How you doing? And uh, I know I got Tanya. Come on, Tanya. Good morning. Morning, Billy. Hi. Tony. Hi, guys. And Sybil. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're spread out across the uh, the countryside at this point, uh, as far away as, as Sybil is actually. Where are you? are in Pittsburgh? I am in Pittsburgh. You're in Lucky Pittsburgh. Lucky her. Yeah, see, Deanna, Deanna is going to be jealous of Sybil because Deanna's a big Pittsburgh fan. Ah, uh, I get to revel in all of the Pittsburghiness that there is around here. <laughs> and that's the home of Steel City Con, isn't it? Yes, it is. And how many shows a year do they do? They do three a year. Oh, my gosh. Three three conventions a year. I know the effort we put into putting the 2016 Flower City Comic Con on. I know how much effort it took us to do that. I can't imagine doing three shows a year. That's just amazing. I'm still trying to catch up on my sleep from... From April? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we, it's it's amazing, too. You know, we, we spent like 15, 16 months putting together the 2016 Flower City Comic Con together. It just, it was a happen in a blink of an eye, and suddenly it's like, we're already in September. It's, how did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> so sleep is overrated. Sleep is over. Sleep is no. For, no, it's not. No, it is. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's really sleep is great. Sleep is a wonderful thing. And Ta- hope- this is coming from a guy who gets up at four in the morning. Yeah, or, seriously. Or earlier. Uh, yuck. I couldn't imagine having the schedule that you you and and guys Thank do. You. And and uh. just so you know, this coming week our our uh, regular producer on the Brother Wee show where I work. He's getting married, so he's got most of the week off. So I have to come in when he's normally here, which would be I have to be here by three. Oh my lord! Oh wow! Oh my lord! <laughs> so that's going to be fun. Well, best wishes to Polly, though. I know yeah. that we've we've been talking about that on the air for mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah, we've been hearing yeah. him talk about him so and he's Ryan. He's getting married Friday at about two thirty in the afternoon, and so I'm going to be getting up about two two thirty. <laughs> then I'm going to be doing some work. Then I'm going to the wedding and the reception. And uh-huh. So I, I won't sleep for about twenty four hours. Oh man. This Friday, so think of me. I think we've all Back been to there. Being yeah. overrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mazel tov. There you yeah. go. T- Tanya and I are parents, so we know what sleepless nights are, are, are like. Um, so, what we wanted to do is we wanted to start a post- podcast uh, series and, and start bringing a little bit more information to uh, to each other. You know, sometimes it's going to be ways to inform ourselves and, uh, and, and to share with you, the listener, what we're up to and how we're planning on uh, doing things. Uh, you know, having our Facebook and our website and all that stuff is great, but sometimes the personal touch of reaching out and and offering some information is just it's a it's a nice little wonderful touch there. We're looking forward to sharing a lot of good times with you guys. Um, in essence, what we're going to do is kind of a weekly thing. Uh, so once a week, we'll have a podcast. We'll we'll release it. It'll have current events. It'll have some things we're doing with the show. We're going to talk about uh, announcements, guests, panels, things how we're handling things, and. This is the important part. To those who are listening to us, 
you know, if you have questions, if you think, hey, you know, uh, I'm wondering what the guys at FC3 are doing about this type of a topic. You know, hey, it's it's Star Trek's 50th anniversary. Hey, next year is Star Wars 40th anniversary. Hey, do you have any information on Doctor Who? Things like that. So these, you know, you will give you avenues to pose those questions to us, either through our Facebook, through our, uh, through our website, through our individual emails. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us and contact us. One of the, the early slogans that we used for the show was, was for fans, by fans. Uh, and it's not just a cliche. It's really kind of the philosophy of how we want to do things uh, because we, we all have careers. You know, we're mm-hmm. not just professional conventioneers. We're not doing this to, to try and profit from it. We're doing this because it's fun. And to see the looks on people's faces when they see something they've never thought they would ever see, that's just, it's a wonderful experience to be able to share that with folks. So we're building the show for you. And because of that, we're going to want your input. So at any time you have a question, reach out, you let us know. Now, with that being said, Tanya, why don't you... Uh, she, 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 see, you have to understand, Tanya is not comfortable with this sort of thing. So we're taking Absolutely Tanya not. out of her comfort zone, and we're going to help her evolve as a human being. So we're all so. going to start podcasting naked. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome because that's that's like the first thing everybody wants to see is me naked. Yeah, that's not a good. No, that's not happening. No. Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not happening. Well, I already am. So. <laughs> well, so we weren't going to say anything, Billy. We weren't. Yeah, he's in. He's in a different. Stu- <laughs> Fortunately, so. you guys on the phone, you don't have to actually visualize this. Yeah. What is going on over there? I don't know. I'm hearing some. Are static. you building a house? So, is there somebody I'm doing anything? I, I blame Sybil. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. Someone's cleaning or doing something in the background. That's all right. Like I said, we're not professional radio here. Um, yeah, we're here, lovely, at the studios of WFC three. Um, I've been wanting to say that for like an hour. The basement uh, of the science building. There you go. The basement in the dark corner where the you know it's, they had they had a few minutes of uh, or a few feet of spare space to put us. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do from here. Um, we had the 2016 show this past April, and uh, and we felt it was it was a, a very successful show in regards that it was it was well regarded. Everybody who went seemed to have a really good time. Uh, everybody who was there, you know, they participated. The vendors seemed to be very pleased with with the setup. The special uh, guests all seemed to be happy the special with guests the, were, uh, the treatment. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give Tanya a little bit of uh, some love here at the moment because. We, we can say something that not many people can. We've introduced Power Rangers to garbage plates. Absolutely. <laughs> they yes, thought they we were. did, and it was amazing to just see their faces when they saw the size of what we brought them. Oh, I know. It was amazing. Sybil, did you get in on that at all? Did you see any of that? No, I, I was kind of stuck up front during that. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I'm sorry about that. We're going to work on that. Um, but, yeah, to, to have Walter Jones, who played Zach, the original Black Ranger, uh, he was so enamored with it that he actually was taking selfies with his garbage plate. I think he Instagrammed it. He did. He, he did, did Instagram too. that. Yes. That is fantastic. And and then uh, and Gigi Edgley from Farscape, uh, who is this petite little blonde thing, and then she just sees this massive thing in front of her, going, "Oh yeah, this is going to be a good afternoon." Her eyes became saucy. <laughs> and it's funny, a couple days before that happening at the convention or during a break from their signings, uh, Susan and I had, had artist Ken Lashley in town yep. for a day or two previously to show him and his daughters around town. And naturally, Nick Tahoe's was one of the stops. And there you go. They were also amazed by the uh, garbage plate. I got and it. Ken kept wanting, what happens if you put white hot, I like the white hot dogs <laughs> with the uh, the home fries and the beans. 
beans. Oh, see, he was just mixing and matching. Yeah, he was trying, okay, let me try some of yours because I had cheeseburgers with, you know, home fries and beans. And Susan had hot dogs with it. So he was just trying them all. And the, the daughters were a little chagrined by it, but they, they ate like champs. Oh, yeah, they did. So, that was great. And they were just like me. Food can't touch. Yep. So food can't touch. <laughs> but, you know, that was one of the wonderful things about the show. One of the side things that you didn't expect is just how many people – you know, started appreciating things that Rochester had to offer as a city because, you know, it, it, you live here for, in my case, 46 years and, and you get these these folks who are like, well, you know, there's really nothing to do in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's so wrong. I mean, Dee, you, you, you were bringing stuff to our attention like every day. And I think Jim Cummings was really impressed with Dinosaur, too. Oh, yeah. yeah Jim, we, they, took Ken, we took Ken to the Dinosaur, too. Where, where didn't you not really, take him? Now we took him to the Strong Museum of Play. There you we go. We took him to the Auditorium Theater to see Stomp, the uh, Broadway show. Oh, uh, see, we so know how to he, put on a good time, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and that was just, it was just a wonderful thing to be able to share this with, with so many different people. Um, now, where to, go, where to go take the conversation from here? I mean, we can talk about, you know, food. And, Absolutely. And guests. Now, how are we going to... I don't gonna... think Billy's had lunch yet. Billy hasn't had lunch yet. <laughs> nope. I He's... think the one thing I remember was, the you know, we're always talking about a great experience for our guests. And I didn't see it personally, but I, it was relayed to me that when one of the guests met, I believe it was um, Zach, mm-hmm. Power Ranger. Right. Walter Jones. She, she, she got the vapor. She just, she flipped out like... She had the opportunity to meet somebody she grew up watching and admiring. And I thought, you know, that we did it. We, even if it was just one person, we made that dream that for a reality for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the little moments. It's the little right. moments. My, my mom, who, bless her soul, you know, she just, she, I would tell her that, you know, we're working on making this comic book convention. She goes, oh, isn't that nice, dear? And that would be the kind of attitude that I would get. But then she actually came to the show on Saturday. And she's walking around and looking at it and taking it all in and going, oh, my God, Christopher, did you do that? Well, I had a lot of help, Mom. I had, <laughs> it wasn't just a solo effort. I didn't do it on my own. But then I got her to introduce to, I introduced her to, to Jim Cummings, uh, you know, the legendary voice actor. Mm-hmm. And, and she says, I, I don't mean to, you know, I, you probably hear this all the time, but could you, could you do a little voice for me? And without even flinching, he, he leans in and he, he rubs shoulders with her real quick and drops right into Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does this whole oh it's so wonderful to meet you Mary Lou kind of, with I, I, there's no way I can do it justice but mm-hmm. just to see the look on my mom's face as she hears this character who's not only from our childhoods but for her mm-hmm. from her own you know and and these characters are that venerable and to be able to to match those two moments together and 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 see the reaction and being able to supply stuff like that is is huge. just awesome because you know as nerds we go to other conventions mm-hmm. I went to a Niagara Falls Comic Con this past year how was that I it heard was, a lot of good things about fantastic. it I heard they I, did a great job I had a great time and what you just said about your mother meeting Jim Cummins mm-hmm. doing the uh, Winnie the Pooh voice uh-huh. they had uh, Carol Spinney there who was oh the Big Bird Big Bird the original and, Big Bird and Oscar the grouch and oh that's point, fantastic when he went into the big bird voice it was like the whole crowd just went oh <laughs> <laughs> it's the national childhood yeah. it really is when you right. can bring those mo- it's the national childhood so what's your mom going to do this year when we bring richard hatch in oh i think she's going to faint i really do because because i mentioned richard hatch and now you and i as, as nerds we think battlestar galactic yep. we think you know captain apollo and tom zarek from the the, the reboot mm-hmm. from earlier this uh, century um, she remembers him from his soap opera career. 
All my children. All dynasty. my children. Yeah. So, you so know, paramedics on staff. Paramedics should be on staff. Yeah, because I think yeah. there's going to be some swooning going on. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, we also have for the 2017 show uh, a voice actress named Trina Nishimura, who one of her big roles that she's known for is Attack on Titan, playing the the, the apparently legendary Mikasa. Oh, yeah. Tony, are you familiar with that at all? Uh, vaguely, yes. Vaguely. Uh, you and me both. I mean, I know. You see, that's, and that's my... That's my personal downfall, as I don't watch a ton of anime. What I watch, Neither. I tend to enjoy, but yeah, I, I grew up watching. Do you remember a show called uh, Star Blazers? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I loved it. I didn't know at that point because I was just a right. kid that it was this Jap. I just thought it was kind of like this weird-looking cartoon. I yeah, didn't, I didn't understand. And that, I think that's the, why I got into it because yeah. so different from what we were used to. I mean, we were, we were used mm-hmm. to Hanna Barbera and you know Scooby Doo and those kind of cartoons, mm-hmm. the regular Saturday morning stuff. To see Star Blazers, which was uh, an adaptation of the Japanese anime uh, Space Battleship Yamato, yep. uh, to see that really kind of redefined how you look at the Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, geez, I think it was like nine or ten when I first saw it, and it was a, more than a half a lifetime ago. Uh, but it, it really it made a huge impression. And, and I, in future podcasts, I want to spend some time. I think we're going to just kind of concentrate one one episode in particular, just talking about anime and how it's evolved and. And uh, and where it's going and where we think it's going and we'll bring some other friends of the of the gang and folks who are to make sure I watch Attack on Titan by then. Yeah, I think we're we're gonna have to sit down and we'll do an Attack on Titan marathon. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Kelsey and Emily would really kind of push me to do that. I also need a Battlestar Galactica marathon. Well, you know what? The the original series that won't be hard because the original series only lasted really a season. Then they had that second season of Galactica 1980, which was I'm sorry to say it was kind of silly. Yeah, I think we either have it on DVD or I know I've I know Dan's got it because Dan's been a big Battlestar Galactica fan for a long time. Uh, But then you know to watch the rebooted the 2005 series that was what was it four or five seasons? Does anybody remember? Uh, I think it was six. I think I actually have it on DVD and I haven't watched it. Wow, it was a good. I think it was a really well done story. Watching. A friend gave it to me, and I go, I got it. I hear it's such great things about mm-hmm. it. But it, no, I remember the 1979, 1980. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do too. And, and I, I just go, well, how can you top this or make it, you know, make it different? And I just, there's so much good TV out nowadays. <laughs> oh yeah, it's and it's wonderful that we have these new paradigms with like Hulu and. Netflix. And Netflix, exactly. Yeah, that's and where I saw Battlestar Galactica, both the new one and the old one. See, yeah, that's the way to play it. I'm telling you. And then for an old school Whovian such as myself to watch, be able to watch Doctor Who at the drop of a hat, you know, on these different platforms, it, it's very happy to me because, especially because you got all these new, the new folks who came on board with the rebooted series. And then I'll make a reference to the classic series from the, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and they'll kind of stare at me for a second. I'm like, just you know, you have access to it. Go watch this. <laughs> now, just I from think it's off. It's, it's on it's a, Amazon. It's now. on Amazon Prime now, oh. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But not the old ones. I've been catching some of the old ones, the classics on PBS. Yes. And Saturday nights mm-hmm. are rerunning some of the Tom Baker stuff. And that's and that's my favorite memory as, as a kid is that was that was my that was my growing up. I mean, I was 10, 11, 12 years old and Saturday nights eleven o'clock on channel twenty one and my parents would let me stay up at night to, to watch that. See, I, I'm so old. Yeah, I, I, I used to watch it on channel twenty one at six o'clock at night in oh, the early seventies. Billy. Uh, but I didn't understand what was going on at the time. My brother was a fan, my older brother. Mm-hmm. And, and I was uh, 8, 9, 10, somewhere around there. So I wasn't I, I wasn't catching everything. Yeah, let me see if I can. Someone's building a house over Somebody's there. building a house. <laughs> so I, I'm blaming know, the girls. It's fine. I, I've noticed we all have our favorite, our own little niches. In, yes, we do. In geekdom. 
Now, like, I love sci-fi TV and movies, but I really like comic books and superheroes. If I had to know what's your favorite part, that's mine. That's awesome. Whereas, Chris, you're Doctor Who sci-fi guy. Mm -hmm. Tanya? Uh, I don't think I can pick just one. What's Uh, your favorite area of nerddom? Well, Ty, uh, you're you're an avid gamer. You, t- I you am tabletop, a gamer. Uh, role play. But yeah, I'd have to go Star Wars. Star Wars, okay, absolutely. See, that's awesome, Tony. Hey, Tony, I'm uh, definitely a Star Wars guy. I also game. I'm and um, definitely We're... love comic books. I I could probably have a good two hour conversation with you, Bill. Oh, I'd just love that. two hours. We're, we're gonna make yeah. that happen. <laughs> Sybil, how about you? What's your favorite part of nerddom, my sweet? Oh, I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, comic books are always near and dear to me because it's how I learned how to read was my dad giving me comic books. Nice. But then again, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I mean, Chris, you saw my newest tattoo. I did. I have have a TARDIS. I have the Hitchhiker's Thumb on there, and I have the Star Trek uh, communicators on there. So I'm a little bit of everything. I'm a huge nerd, just mesh of everything. How about you, Dee? It's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> she no says it so. Whatsoever. There was no hesitation. So, doom! It's Star Wars. Period. That was one of the first childhood memories that I still have. Was begging my uncle to take me to see Star Wars in the movie theater, and mm-hmm. I was just blown away. I think of the six of us who are on the panel today. Three of us were alive when the original Star Wars was released in 1977. Yep. Uh-huh. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Deanna, me, and, and Billy, and uh, and and. My dad was so patient. I have to. Oh no, you were there too. I'm sorry. Seventy two. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Hey, you should be grateful that I was actually saying you were younger. Yeah, no kidding. Just say not, say thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. There you go. <laughs> now you can scold me later. All right, but yeah, I, I, my dad, as I was saying, he was just he was such a patient creature because here is this. I was six when 1977 kicked in. I, would, I my birthday's in September, and and he took me to see Star Wars, and I made him take me another ten. I think. A good dozen times before wow. it left the theaters, before he, <laughs> and he he humored this poor little kid. I mean, I was like, "Yeah, let's go see Star Wars." Okay, <laughs> he would. He and I would talk about that all the time. Use the force, Chris. Use you the know, force. I, I think about you know Star Wars and Star Trek and all of these franchises: Indiana Jones, Doctor Who. Mm. They're great, but another fantastic part of them is the music that goes with them. Oh, absolutely. And oh, I yeah. We actually do a podcast on that in the future. I do plan on just, doing that. Oh, yeah. Just how significant not only the story is but the music that goes along with it i mean you hear john williams star wars theme mm-hmm. for me i get chills I oh get yeah chills to every this day time i hear it is one of the most recognizable pieces of music yeah. in the modern age uh, I yeah tell absolutely you, tell Riker could recognize it at age three he knew the difference between indiana jones and in star wars and Darth <laughs> There it is. There it is. <laughs> Darth, the Billy, you March. are the man. And I'm going to turn it down before I get sued. Under <laughs> <laughs> seven seconds, there's no problem there. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. That, well, that fanfare, that's that's the thing. You hear those first couple of notes. You're like and looking it, around. Where, where? It's like you know exactly what it's going, what's happening. And, and, and in your mind, you see that scrawl going up the, 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 the 100-foot oh, yeah. yes. screen in the movie theater. I don't know where it was, but I saw a picture on Facebook recently where somebody had paste, uh, painted the original A New Hope scrawl onto the forward panels, the risers, of an escalator. 
Oh, wow. So as the escalator rolls around and all of a sudden you see episode four, A New Hope, and it just kind of goes, as the escalator is going up, the crawl's going with it. That's fabulous. I'm laughing in the middle of my office at work. I'm laughing my butt off because of how amazingly imaginative that is. Um, So here we are, and and the listener right now will be getting a very good idea of what to deal with with this particular podcast crew because I had a place where I wanted to take the conversation. And we totally did. And we left left turned it to Albuquerque and off and running here we go and that's cool that's going to be part of the fun of it where we're going to have these conversations and we don't even know where they're honestly going to go um, but we're going to try and, and share and have some fun and, and every so often we might reel it back in and the fact that I'm the voice of reason in trying to keep things focused <laughs> the amount of laughter should tell people where that, that, that joke is going <laughs> you know? And I knew you way back when. Oh, I know. Um, Deanna and I went to high school together at the hallowed halls of the Aquinas Institute. Oh, the stories she could tell. Oh, yeah, no, and, and she won't because my bribe money is still coming in. she could tell, so we're just both going to Yeah, I know. Quiet. We got we got detente. It's mutual assured destruction. Oh, I know. If Dan was here, he'd be yelling at the both of us right now. Yep. But, um, uh, Billy, were you, you, you've always been local? Yeah, You're I, I grew up in the 19th Ward. Uh, Look at that, nice. Uh, off of Thurston Road, a street called Lehigh Avenue. Oh, I know um, that. I know it. I used to. Oh, I used was to, the I, 19th Ward part of where you? Yep. Were? I, I I work for the city of Rochester, and that was one of my jurisdictions for a little bit. I was I'm not a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they don't trust me with that kind of authority. But uh, but yeah, I, do, I did work the 19th Ward for a little while, and I'm up on uh, the um, the Josana neighborhood, right around the uh, the, the soccer stadium the now. What neighborhood? They call it the Josana neighborhood. See, that's the thing. The, the neighborhoods in the city of Rochester, and here's another tangent, um, they all have their own nicknames from they, where they grew up, basically. The neighborhoods themselves grew up at the turn of the century. When I say the turn of the century, I mean from the 1800s to the 1900s. Uh, and there's a lot of rich history in all of them. I grew up in the Maplewood area right around Aquinas, and that's where I live now. Um, and there's Josana, there's the South Wedge, there's um, Swilberg, and... Ward, uh, 19th Ward. Exactly, all the wards and whatnot. It's just a lot, There's a lot of rich history in this city. And, and we hope to kind of bring a little bit of that to, to the convention as well. Absolutely. And I think that's why we chose the venue we did is because all of us, not all of us, but most of us born and bred here, mm-hmm. we want to keep things in the city, in Rochester, not yeah. go out to the suburbs. Yeah, definitely because not it, my definition of the city because I grew up in Lima, so my definition <laughs> of the city is Henrietta. And, so and, and you're, you're from Henrietta too, right, yes, I Tony? Am. Yeah. And and Sybil, were you were born and I raised? I was born and raised in the 19th Ward, over by Wel- on Weldon Street. Okay, okay, see, so you you and Billy were neighbors at one point or another mm-hmm. in, in the, the mm-hmm. timeline. Uh, and you know, and that that was that brings me to one of the favorite questions when I was being interviewed during the day one of of FC three. Uh, there, there's this wonderful reporter from the DNC, Sarah Taddeo. She was she just she did a wonderful job um, getting us all squared away on online. Uh, but she asked me, well, why Rochester? And and I looked at him like. What do you mean? You know, she goes, well, why would you bring a, a show like this to Rochester? And I'm like, this is home. Yeah, we're you're not bringing it. Yeah, we're not just, bringing it. We're, it's this is here. home. Where else would we yeah. do it? I mean, this this is a great city. This is a city that has the Lilac Festival and the Clothesline Arts Festival and the legendary Park Ave Fest and Cobbs Hill. It's just Corn full Hill of Festival. arts. and Exactly. Why would you not you know. do something like this? A lot, in, a lot of home. great culture. We just uh, Bingo. as we're recording this, the Fringe Festival just ended. Uh, yes. yesterday. Oh, yeah, what a show that was! What and about the jazz festival? The jazz jazz we festival. Could, we we could Grammy go and award-winning artists for ten days in mm-hmm. the summer. We could and it's just music. We could def- we could devote an entire podcast yeah. just talking about the various festivals and parties that Rochester throws on a regular and basis. And to bring it to an, oh, an, oh, yes. 
bring it back to a nerd thing as part of the French Festival. I saw Pat Oswalt here oh, last week, and he is, he's a part of the nerd culture. Great comedian, yeah. great actor, mm-hmm. but in his routines, he mentions not being disappointed in Superman v. Batman <laughs> See? and uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's a nerd. He is. And, and he's, and he's funny as hell. Movie. Yeah, he's great. He so. is funny as all hell. I mean, I, we were watching a, an HBO special of his at home. And uh, and my son, who is who's decided he has discovered comedy and loves comedy. He's 13, but he, he appreciates a good laugh. Um, he he watched that Pat Oswalt special with me, and he was just crying. He was laughing so hard. It's just it's 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 funny how he can you know Patton's good at hitting those those strings. He can hit a chord with just about anybody because mm-hmm. he has that flexibility. And he's also a voice on I, my current one of my current obsessions. Mm-hmm. Speaking of all the platforms for TV, have you guys watched BoJack Horseman? I've heard of it, but no, I haven't, oh, I haven't watched it. Oh my god, it's so funny! I think I've seen it on Netflix. It's so smart and so funny. It's a a cartoon show where uh, people and animals sort of live together. It's anim- anamorphic. <laughs> is that the word? Anthropomorphic uh, or something with, like uh, that. With animals with human qualities. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, yeah. No, sort of like Wicked, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's never acknowledged that that it's different. It's just part of life. Mm-hmm. And BoJack was a horse that starred in a sitcom in the 90s called Horsin' Around, and he's a washed-up 90s celebrity. That's It's funny. just a scathing commentary on Hollywood nowadays, and it's wow. hilarious. I highly recommend it. And Pat Oswalt, to, just to bring it back, is mm-hmm. the voice of the president of Penguin Publishing, who is, of course, a penguin. Okay. Because <laughs> penguins are cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah penguins are. are awesome. Penguins are my spirit animal. I thought those were Juliana's spirit animal. No, Juliana's a panda fan. Panda bear. Ah. Yes. Juliana, for the, the listening crowd, is my is my other child, my, my teenage daughter, who uh, right now, if she's hearing this, is, is shouting like, Dad, no, stop talking about me, please. It's embarrassing. So, so let's continue. <laughs> so let's continue. No, well, that's a podcast in and of itself. Um, but uh, now, how, how are we doing on time, Billy? Uh, we are currently at 26 minutes. 26 minutes. That's yeah. a beautiful wow. thing. We're going to, these these podcasts are not going to be set, but we're going to try and keep them to about a half an hour at a time. Um, just for the, the sake of, of going forward, keeping them nice and neat packages and so that you always know what to expect the listener. Um, but just real quick, this is the kind of thing you're going to get to expect from us. You're going to have these conversations. Uh, we're always going to have some sort of insight. We're going to have, uh, you know, and as Billy pointed out, we all have our own little niche. Uh, Dan's the big Battlestar fan, but loves his Star Wars, loves his Disney, loves his Star Trek. Uh, you know, Deanna is a big Star Wars fan, but is also well-versed in a lot of things. Tanya brings the, the gamer culture in a little bit, but not the, the console, you know, uh, Xbox no, there's game. there's too many buttons on a PS4 okay. and an <laughs> Xbox One and stuff. Give me back my Nintendo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. There there's you two go. buttons, A and B. And we're, probably, and we're probably going to have some long and lengthy discussions about Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder and probably. and, and uh, all those different systems in there. And Tony's going to have his insights that he's going to oh, be yeah. happy to bring in. Can't wait to talk to Tanya about uh, my opinion of PC gaming. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there's a little there's a little war coming there. Um, hey, Chris, what is Brian's wrestling? Brian's is wrestling. Oh, I love wrestling too. And and he's a big Doctor Who fan. He had, when he and I met in our freshman year of Aquinas many many lifetimes ago. We we recognized each other for for kindred spirits because I had a Doctor Who pin on my backpack, and uh-huh. and this was when it was uncool to be a Doctor Who fan back in the 1980s when the classic series was still going on, and uh, so we'll we'll be able to bring a little bit of everything, and we're also going to be reaching out. I've talked to a couple friends of mine who who either work for or or run uh, comic book shops, so we're going to be bringing guests in every so often to talk about the industry a little bit. 
Uh, we have local folks uh, all across the board, and we'll be touching on in future podcasts the local art uh, culture as well. Uh, our art director is Judah Nevadomsky, and he put on uh, put together a really nice display at FC3 back in April. Uh, and we've got a lot of friends and people that work with him in, in galleries and whatnot. So we're going to have discussions about local art, uh, local artists, and uh, and we'll, we're going to be doing a lot. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things, and we want your input. That's the most important thing is your input because we can sit here and talk to each other all day long. We're good at it. We do it all the time. But if there's something you want to hear us talk about, let us know. So you just drop us a private message on Facebook. You can send us to uh, send a message to us through our website, or you can email me directly. For instance, I'll, I'm happy to put myself forward, and that's Chris at fc three roc dot com, fc three rock dot com. Uh, and so I'll be happy to to hear from you, and uh, and answer your questions, and maybe take your topic and put it out on a podcast. So we want to hear from you. Or billyatwees.com. Billyatwees.com. Nice See, that's these easy email addresses are, are wonderful to remember. And, uh, and Billy, we appreciate uh, the way that you host us at the studios of WFC3. No problem. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And, yeah. um, and, and so we're looking forward to having these conversations with you folks. And uh, this is just the first of many. So thank you yet again. <laughs> we're gonna have to work on closing music, but oh, I, think, I like this. You like this? I do. I like it. <laughs> kind of I, I think it's appropriate for our goofy ass. We we just, you know, you're probably. Can you say that? You're probably. Yes. Yeah, this is not broadcast radio. We can say that. Anyway, that's that. And thank you for listening. Have a nice day. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>